0: So two hundred and seventy-eight, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host Ed.
1: I'm your host Sean. It's only two parts, Ed. I know. We just did the first part. Well,
0: when you get the, the, the first three numbers, you're like two seventy-eight. I'm gonna say like part, <laughs> part eight now. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> uh, so hold over a second. Well,
1: gonna yawn. Somebody didn't get his
0: nap in.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I was working today. <laughs> go home, go to bed, snuggle on in my big. Fluffy, comfy, blanky. <laughs> <laughs> Back myself to sleep. Um, so, hi, everybody. Welcome to the show and welcome to part two of your favorite show, Geeksters, yeah. with your host, Ed and Sean, along with Stacy. Yes. Um, so, here in part two, um, I give a, a quick game review of Sniper Elite 4. Yep. A video game exclusive for the PS4 called. Hellblade Senuas Sacrifice. Okay.
0: I know we, the Hellblade part was right. Out of the- right.
1: And then Ed brings us the news. Well,
0: we also have a book review as well. That's
1: right. Stacy's reading. That's right. We got ourselves a reader, reader. folks. <laughs> uh, she's reading a, a book and you'll hear about that book in part two. Yes. Um and Ed brings us the news where we talk Disney. Yes. We talk Star Wars. Um we're talking Netflix a little bit a live in Netflix um you you find a deep dark secret inside of Sean what he's, he's willing to hurt innocent children for <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: it's surprising it really
1: is, <laughs> it, then the is it really in Sean <laughs> no that not that he would do it it's like how easy it is how easy not even a thought <laughs> 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 oh, sorry, kid.
0: <laughs> and you have to find out why in the show.
1: That's right. Uh, and then when we come back, do you have a bonus article? Oh,
0: yeah, I have a bonus article, yes. Okay, so,
1: so why don't you just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show while we uh, see you at the end. There you go. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search for Aquanet Radio and those apps. All right, so... We last left, um, Sean's going to give you a game review. Ooh. Yeah, um, two, I think, actually. I can, um, Sniper sounds. Elite Four. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. Like people, those of you who tweeting in last week, I think I told everybody that I had a trade-in uh, Monster Hunter World. Yes, you did. Not because I didn't like the game. It's because it made me throw up. Not because of the grossness of the game, <coughs> but because I got motion sickness yes. from playing it. Um and then with that trade-in, I picked up Sniper Elite 4. A nice, fun game where you shoot Nazis. as a sniper, and you get to see slow-motion bullet times. It goes through people. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite good series. It's a lot bigger game. That's not the real reason why I'm doing this. in it. This is because um, this weekend, there's a game I, Stacey and I both am really interested in. Okay. But it's a digital download game. I think it's only available for the PS4. The name is called Hellblade, uh, Senua, Senua's Sacrifice. Okay. Okay. Uh, basically, it's a dark fantasy action adventure game developed and published by Ninja Theory. Uh, Self describes as an independent AAA game. It was created by a team of approximately 20 developers led by blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the idea is that Senua is, I'm, for lack of a better term, trying to. Resurrect her dead boyfriend. Okay. You know, the man she loves. Um, it's set in Norse mythology. She's like a, um, a Viking, mm. or, you know, and she's traveling through hell to try to get him back. Okay. Now, the idea is it's the reason why it's 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 not a long game. It's like 10 hours long. Mm-hmm. It's like 30 bucks. We were talking about it, and I'm like, you know, 30 bucks is not bad. I mean, everyone, when we looked at the ratings, everyone gives it like five stars. Mm-hmm. It was, and it, you know, so I'm like, you know what? Why not? Um, right. Here's the couple of the things that always made me really interested in it was the fact that um, the, the part of the game is um, when she's down there, she gets infected by, a, a, I would say, kind of a mystical disease mm-hmm. that kind of travels up her arm the more you die. Um, and the idea behind it is is that when it reaches her brain, she's gone. Okay. Gone completely. And by gone completely I mean that the game will erase your saved game. Wow. Right? Permadeath. Permadeath. Like real not like, oh, I finished it. Now I gotta let me just go back to my save point. Nope. You gotta start right from the beginning again. Now granted I died a couple quite a few times. It wasn't like, hey, ten you got ten lives and that's it. Yeah.
2: No, it's so, a very slow it's not a, a it's gonna take a long time for you to reach that point if you even get to it. Okay. Yeah,
1: uh, it's very story-driven. Um, there's a little bit of, I would say, a Dark Souls or uh, aspect to it. Like, mm-hmm. there's these characters that come up. They look kind of creepy. It looks like something out of Silent Hill. Um, and they have, like, swords, and they get to time your attacks, and Taj, and Parry. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> that kind of unlocks, like, the next gate or whatever. There's collectibles. There's, like, a story. You walk up to this wall, and there's, like, a glowing glyph is best way I can describe it. Okay. And that it'll narrate like a story about Odin and about, you know, hell and, mm-hmm. or, you know, or Hela, it depends on who you want to talk to. Um, and Loki. And, you know, and I'm like, all right, you know, this is I'm getting interested, but the really, really cool feature of it for me was that there's moments where you have to unlock a door and the order unlock, in order to unlock that door, the glyphs like appear on the door and they kind of love for lack of a better term are, Burned into your character's retina, you know, and that you kind of see like a ghosty, Im- ghostly image of, let's say, the letter X, okay. whatever glyph that represents. Right? right. You now have to find that it's hidden somewhere in like a little area, mm. in like
2: the landscape. So right. you have to like line up certain trees or something, or or a rock formation <laughs> that makes it. But you got to have like the perfect angle and you got to search for it and it's very puzzle-ish yeah it's
1: it's very like you have to kind of manipulate the 3d space that you're in right in order to kind of align the glyph correctly okay you know and and it you know it helps unlock those are the keys to unlock the door it's fascinating because you kind of have like hey look here is you're in a forest and now you have to find this this rune that looks like the letter p so you kind of have to walk in the end there. Now they do help you. Like the closer you get to where it's located, the the um, the letter, the glyph, kind of highlights around the area and starts getting a little brighter. Okay, so you get warmer. Yeah, so you get right, warmer. Right. very, very, uh, very hot, Oh, ice cold. Very, very hot and coldish. Right. Very. So when you get to that moment, you have to look around and go, okay, well, there's a tree that kind of looks like it's out of place. Mm. And let me see if I spin the camera a little bit. Okay, I see this branch and this branch kind of connect. And if I maybe just, if i go up higher yeah
2: you
1: know and the next you know when you hit it it brightens up and you kind of you look over the door and then that glyph is now gone
2: mm.
1: you know and sometimes it's like one sometimes it's i think the most i've had was 3 so far mm. i'm assuming it's going to get have, might get bigger as i go along Okay. um <clears throat> i also think i'm kind of almost done the game too because it really is only 8 to 10 hours long
3: okay
1: um and there's a point where you have to go through this um these trials mm-hmm. like, You come across your sword gets broken and you need there is a mythological sword Mm -hmm. that you can get, but you have to earn the right to get that sword. And that's where you have to kind of go through these um, trials. It's not super like difficult, Mm -hmm. but I, you know, like I was, there's this one moment like she was, she was napping when I was going through this, this stage where it's supposed to be pitch black. And you gotta use your sense, you you kinda have to use your senses of hearing. And your character's kinda walking with her hand out, and you can kinda see like a faint, like white light, it's like black and white. Mm. And you can see just out of eyesight of her these things just moving. And I gotta be honest, kinda creeped me out a little bit, and this was broad daylight, (laughs) because I couldn't, couldn't quite see what was gonna happen. And knowing that if I die enough times, my save game is going to be gone. So it kind of made me care about what I was doing, Mm -hmm. you know, for the most part. Like, I think I I got better with fighting some of the characters um, when they pop up. Sure. You know, I think I learned how to do combos. I found out, I found out that there's a focus thing where you can kind of slow time a little bit Mm -hmm. and get like, it's like a, like a special move indicator. Right. It's really, really good. It's like 30 bucks. I can't like, I can't, if you have $30 to spend, Mm -hmm. It's a really good game.
2: It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's pretty as all hell. Really, on. really pretty.
1: Okay. Now, also, I think that there is the ability, I think there is replayability because I know I missed like three of these little panels that tell the story. I can't find it yet, and I am kind I don't know if I can go back and get it again. Mm. I might actually have to do another playthrough to try to find those other ones that I might have missed. Because so okay. it doesn't really give you the opportunity to kind of, You can kind of go back and look around some more. Mm -hmm. But it feels like a little lackluster because I'm like, well, I could wander around if I wanted to. But I kind of really want to see what happens next. Right. So I might do like a second playthrough. And there's got to be a kind of like like an achievement, I guess, a trophy achievement. Mm -hmm. To maybe maybe possibly get through the game without ever dying might give you like a little, hey, good job. Here's a little something, something for you. Right. (laughs) <laughs> but it's it's really gorgeous and it's not overly complex and it's challenging. I think the the permadeath thing kind of makes it a little bit makes it feel uh, like a heavier game than it really is mm-hmm. because you just know like if it makes me a little more cautious about what I do now. Yeah, you know because there's just these moments where I'm like I see these guys I'm like I know how to handle it, but I still get anxious. I'm still kind of button mashing because right. I'm like fuck I can't I want to die I don't want to die I just don't want to die no 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 right. and when I do I'm like. Like, am I one step close? I died enough times to, like, have her arms completely black. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It, it's not starting to travel up any higher yet, but right. it's definitely blacker than it was when I first started. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I got to start watching my – I, I, I got to start watching where I go and start, what do I doing. And when a guy comes up that I have to fight, I calm down a little bit and mm. time my shots. And it it becomes kind of challenging on its own, you know, mm. cause I, because I care about the character weirdly enough because it's just I can just hit reset if I wanted to and you know start over if I want to you know right. so I'm like I'm really interested in seeing where where it's going to lead um, I might I don't want to she's about to go home to Texas for a couple days next week so I'm like well I won't play it you know when, when while she's not here because I kind of want to experience we're kind of experiencing it together
2: yeah like I've actually been watching all the when I took there's only one time when I I couldn't keep my eyes open any longer. Um, but I probably watched like a good six hours of him playing, you know, and was actually like really into the story. I never pay attention to him gaming like that, Mm. (laughs) never, Um, ever. You know, I'm like, fuck that shit. I'll read. Like, do your thing. This game, though, for me, one of the most interesting parts was was that it's very um, psychologically driven. So, like, some things that people are scared of. Mm. are put into this game to fuck with your head. It's purposely done that way. So much so that the developers of the game actually went to some some um, psychologists to kind of find out how far they can kind of push that envelope. Mm-hmm. So, like, the whole time she hears a bunch of voices. Um, a couple people I know have played it said that they play it with headphones on so that they hear, like, the voice in their right ear and then the voice in their left ear, and it's supposed to make you feel very, um, like, schizophrenic. So she has these voices in her head that kind of fuck with her the whole time.
3: Yeah.
2: Um and at first it kind of bothered me cuz I'm like I don't want to hear these fucking voices talk. It kind of makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up a mm. little bit. But as you get used to it, you realize that they're fucking with her, but they do help her also. Yeah. Like if you pay attention to what they say, they'll drop like little hints about something or or about the story that you're like, "Oh fuck, I didn't know that. Let me go back um, you know, to if I'm in one area And I wasn't looking for something in that area. They'll kind of, like, talk about the other area in, like, a little hint kind of way. Apparently, there's a darkness aspect to it, which lots of people fear. Um, In the trailer, there's a part where she's kind of going – that Sean hasn't got to yet – where she's going down a tunnel, and there's all these arms and stuff kind of grabbing at her, and it's real dark. And it's very – if you're scared of things like that, it's going to fuck with your head a little bit. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, So, for me – the fact that these developers went and talked to psychologists to kind of find out how far they can push that envelope. is fascinating to me from a mental standpoint, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's definitely supposed to seriously fuck with your head a little bit, not in the sense where it's like a horror game, Mm -hmm. you know, like a, but more of like a psychological thriller type of game. Um, it is stunning. Um, the, the artwork of her face and, the the land that you're in and at one point you're like on a beach and sean was reading or listening to one of the little story things that you glow i guess mm-hmm. for lack of a better term and his camera was just down low enough that you could see the shore like watching up you know like when, when the water will come up and then kind of go back mm-hmm. and you'll see like the the, the tide break of it in and yes out. Yeah. um And the sand was bumpy enough. And because I grew up on an island, I know what that looks like in real life. Like I spent my whole life at the beach. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I seen it, I was like, that's really, really done super authentically. Mm -hmm. The sand was bumpy enough that the way that the water rippled over it was almost a carbon copy of how it happens in real life. Mm -hmm. It was like those, because I'm an artistic thinker, those small things to me, make a really big difference for me personally mm. um fascinating game it was i was able to like watch a bunch and sometimes sean would be looking for the little things that are that that really if, you know if you look at a light bulb and you look away the light will be burned mm. into your sight for like a few minutes or whatever that's how the letters that you have to or the the glyphs i guess yeah. that you have to look for they're kind of burned into your your site mm. Um, and there's certain points. sometimes they're really tough to find, like really tough. Some of them you're like, oh, boom, it's right there. And then other ones you're like, fuck, where is this? Mm. And the little things are glowing. So, you know, you're in the area, but you still just can't fucking find it. Mm. So there was one point where, and this isn't really a spoiler. He was on a bridge and there was like a random pole that had nothing else to do with it. There wasn't one on the other side. Mm. So it wasn't like two poles that held something up and one of them just got knocked out. Like it just wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I was like, babe, that pole is going to be part of that. He's like, how do you know? I'm like, because artistically, why would you put that there if it didn't have anything to do with it? You know, I mean? like you. Ha- it's, and he's like, I didn't even think about it that way. You know, so mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't have the, the controller in my hand, but I was like the co-pilot. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> um, it was. It's. It really is a very interesting story um because you have to fight like a god of fire and a god of, of illusion, and I guess. Fire is a thing for me personally, so there was these moments where she's like running through all this fire, and the houses that she's in is like caving down. So for me, I could feel like my heart racing as Sean's running through it because fire is a thing for me. And then <sighs> the illusion guy that you fight the whole time—what you think you see is there—you'll turn around and then you turn back around, and it's gone, or it'll just kind of like pop up on you, not yeah. like in a jump scare kind of way. Mm. But, like, you'll look off in the distance and you think you see this big-ass dude standing there that he's clearly moving when you're looking at him. And then if you pan the camera just a hair and then turn back to it, it's like a statue. So it'll kind of – because it's a permadeath, you're so into it and you're so um, aware of what's happening to you Mm -hmm. that those little things that happen make you go, fuck. And it kind of makes your heart race and, like, your palms a little sweaty. And, I mean, it really does get to you, not – in the sense of like, oh, this is scary. I can't play it at nighttime or anything like that. But in the sense of you can just feel that your senses are heightened because you're. It, it's a like a high-stress situation. Mm. You know what I mean? So you can hear everything better and there's no smell of vision So you can't smell like the wood. But I mean, that would be really <laughs> cool. I was telling Sean, I thought it would be fascinating if it was like a virtual reality game. I don't think that it no. is um, because then you, you would – have the headset on and you would look and something would be there and it would be right in your face <laughs> so I think it would be just a little the level of quote unquote scariness <laughs> and I use that word real loosely would be heightened yeah. if it was a VR game with headphones on like it really, really it feels immersive without it being VR and without it being headphones because I watch him play so he obviously can't have the headphones on right? Um, but if you did, I could only imagine what it would do to your head if you could hear those things and see it right up close like that. And I, I, to be honest, I don't know if I could watch it being played that way.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I was there with those voices at first. Like she said, you kind of go, okay, it's just noise in the background. But I did notice, like, while I'm fighting, sometimes one will pop up behind me, and all of a sudden, I can hear behind you, right. and you're like, whoa, whoa. and you like you quick dodge, mm-hmm. and you like just get missed, get hit by a sword, and you're like. What the fuck?
2: And there's it, a lot of different voices. Yeah,
1: and there's and they, they have chit chatting, and there's like a narrator who kind of, mm-hmm. you kind of almost feels like she's telling a story about this character who mm-hmm. might not be alive anymore.
2: Mm-hmm. And Senna will will argue with them. Yeah, she can hear them, and they fuck with her head, and she doesn't like it. And you know, there's some points where she'll tell them to just shut up because mm-hmm. they're just overflowing her brain with all this talking. Um, and then there's points of the game where she'll look at the camera. Yeah. And, like, you feel like she's looking at you as a player. And it kind of skews him out a little bit. Yeah. But artistically, I think it's gorgeous because her, the way that they made the... You know, like, if there's a, an animated... Because it is animated. Mm-hmm. If there's an animated character, you know how their eyes sometimes will be so beautifully animated that you can see the different flakes of... Like, if you have a blue eye, you can see, like, the color of how the eye was um, built, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. or... or animated, I guess. Right. And she'll get, like, real close and just get to give you this really... I mean, it, it it's not creepy. It, it kind of creeps him out some, but I think that it's stunning and gorgeous, and, and I'm like, Let, make make her look at us again! Make I, her look I, at us I, again!
1: Because when, well, when she does it, she's usually in, like, arguing with the voices. Mm-hmm. So when she turns and looks at the camera and says something, not necessarily at you, but, like, a couple times she'd be like, you're here, I see you, you're going to help me, and you're like... Oh fuck! She sees me. It's like right, really, right. like it, it's really like she she's connecting with you, and that's why when you play the game, you kind of feel like a little bit more. See people with the cameras bashing it because they're no? like,
0: "You're not gonna see me! No, no!"
1: Like, <laughs> like she'll say something, and I get kind of creeped out because I'm like, oh, "That was kind of was that directed at me?" Like.
2: It almost feels like you're a voice in her head. Yes. Okay. Like the player is one of is an extra, and she has like five or six voices that are yeah. all going at one time. And first there was just girl voices. Now there's a guy voice involved, and and you know what I mean. It it really is kind of I mean it's fascinating. <laughs>
0: It's like, totally it's like you know, you're fighting, you know, the combat, and you're like, swing, come on, swing, come on. They're like, get frustrated. Uh-huh. I'm swinging as hard as I can, fucker, shut up. I, and right. you're like,
2: <laughs> that's what it feels like. Like, yeah. they're going to yell at you because you're not doing something right. No, but yeah. she, she yells at you because yeah. you're like because you know like, no, yeah, like, you're
0: tell- under control you complain because you're always sometimes you come on just do it just <laughs> you're, right. you're trying to get this move to work yeah. and it's not working the way you want it to and then it, it talks back to you and go i'm trying my best Parker, shut up <laughs> right
3: like
1: i have a general fear of heights yeah. there's moments where she has to kind of cross over chasms on like a board and it is a. Uh, an event where she could fall off and you gotta control her balance you control her balance and every time she gets on that thing i can feel my palms getting all sweaty because i'm like
2: well the camera will pan on top of her yes you know like as soon as you step on it the camera goes from being behind her to on top of her and then she's like wobbling and it's really high up and you know, it definitely caters to some of the most common phobias. Yeah. And no matter what phobia you have, it's probably going to be there for yeah. you at some point. Yeah.
1: So I, if you have a PS4, definitely that is a, that to me, is a solid $30 buy. Because yeah. it's, I guarantee you right now you're going with $30 is probably a lot. But I'm like, if you really think about it, I guarantee you, you've pissed away $30 on something even dumber. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I was telling when we were thinking about it, I'm like, well, look, if we were to go to the movies right now, it's going to be an over $30 night mm-hmm. and that's like two hours of entertainment. Yeah. Here's a chance again, eight to 10 hours for 30 bucks. And it, it, it's a, it, who knows? Like what the hell? Why not try it? Mm-hmm. And everybody that she's talked to and some people I knew really liked it. And I'm like, eh, you know what? I can be $30 invested in that game. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Okay. And not at all disappointed. I, I for like now in I, anything in anything by and like I am very rarely do I go back to play games. There is that part of me that wants to replay to see if I can do it without getting killed once. Okay. You know, is that, that stubborn streak in me going, <laughs> I, I know that I know I can do it. I can do this. All right. So there, there's, there's my review. All right. All right. And, uh, Ed, why don't you tell us what's in the news? Well, I thought we were going to do. Oh, has got a poker, book, book report. View.
2: Okay. Um, so, my phone's dead, so I can't get the author's name of it. Um, I thought my phone was going to last what's long the, What's the title it's of the book? It's called Batman Nightwalker. I think the author's name is Marie Lau or Marie Lu, depending on how, the correct pronunciation of that.
1: I got it. I got it. Okay.
2: Um, <coughs> and it is the not the second in a trilogy, but it is the, it is the second type of book that DC, I guess, has commissioned – a couple different authors to write for them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Wonder Woman one that's already out, and I don't remember the, the name of the Wonder Woman one. Yeah. Um, the Batman one is Batman Nightwalker, and then there's a Catwoman one that is going to get released at some point.
1: Right. Um. To, the Wonder Woman one's called Warbringer. Right. Um. And it's um. It's young adult reading. Yes.
2: But uh, it, it yes. doesn't. I
1: guess apparently it doesn't feel that way. Here's the synopsis. Before he was Batman, he was Bruce Wayne, a reckless boy willing to break the rules for a girl who many who may be his worst enemy. The Nightwalkers are terrorizing Gotham City, and Bruce Wayne is next on their list. The city's elites are being taken out one by one as their mansion security systems turn against them, trapping them like prey. Meanwhile, Bruce is about to become 18 and inherit his family's fortune, not to mention the keys to Wayne Industries and all the tech gadgetry that he loves. But on the way home from his birthday party, he makes an impulsive choice and is sentenced to community service at Arkham Asylum the famous prison that holds the city's most nefarious criminals. <coughs> Excuse me? Madeline Wallace is a brilliant killer and Bruce's only hope. The most intriguing inmate in Arkham is Madeline, um, a brilliant girl with ties to the Nightwalkers, a girl who will only speak to Bruce. She is the mystery he must unravel. But is he con- convincing her to divulge her secrets, or is he feeding her the information she needs to bring Gotham City to its knees?
2: Hmm. Right, um, so I have seen some, I e-read all of the books that I read, Mm -hmm. um, on my Google Play, and I had, it had suggested this to me, Mm -hmm. and I don't mind reading, like, young adult books, they're, like, fun for me, you know, Mm -hmm. there's not, like, a bunch of big words that you don't understand, um, the plot's never super, super complicated, it's kind of, um, what, how y'all would call a movie a popcorn movie, Mm -hmm. these are, like, popcorn books for me, you know, um. It's not very long. I think it's like 300 pages. I'm already halfway through it. Um, One of my things, though, was did this person just write this on their own or is DC a part of this? And DC is a part of this. Mm -hmm. Like when you, you know, in the beginning of the book, it'll give like all the publisher information and shit like that. Right. DC is, did commission these authors to write this. Mm -hmm. So other than like the synopsis of it, one of my things was is I didn't want this author to portray a young Bruce Wayne that I felt like wasn't correct to what we all know Bruce Wayne behaves like right Mm -hmm. and she didn't she portrays him perfectly um Alfred's in it uh Lucius Fox is in it the way that she portrays Alfred is just as amazing because Bruce is really young and really hot headed and Alfred kind of has to put him in his place a lot and Mm -hmm. is really sassy and sometimes you don't get to see that sass of Alfred. Sometimes it just feels like Alfred just submits to Bruce Mm -hmm. when in reality, that's not the relationship that they have at all. Um, Harvey is in it as a very, very young Harvey. Um, There's a couple characters in it that I think are supposed to be nods at actual Batman characters Mm -hmm. because the, uh, the Nightwalkers isn't a Batman thing. Like it's completely new villain group of villains, I guess Um, Mm -hmm. this Madeline Wallace is not a Batman character. It's, it's, she created these new people mm-hmm. and then happened to bring some people that we all know and love along for the ride as well, like Harvey and Alfred and Lucius and all of that. Mm. Um, but it the as I'm reading it, you know, there's, there's a point where Bruce is kind of walking into the intensive treatment of Arkham. Mm. Because of what he does, he gets in trouble and he gets sent there to do community service. Um, being there kind of fucks with his head a little bit because he's very young, so he doesn't have that quote-unquote batman wisdom yet because he's not batman yet at all Mm. um not even close to becoming batman i have a theory of how i think it's going to end but not gonna go there yet because i don't want to spoil it for myself Mm. rather um so when he gets into trouble and he's in this he's in the intensive treatment which everyone knows where like the baddest of the bad is housed in arkham Mm. Um, there's a character that is kind of talking shit to him through a cell. They never say his name. It's just like a very quick, one or two paragraph part of the book. And ne- he never gets brought up again or anything like that. But as soon as they started talking about him and what he looks like, I'm like, oh my god, I know who that is or who that's going to be. No. Rather, you know, like that d- further down the line. Um, and a couple times, I can see that she has put the Easter eggs, almost if you yeah. will. Um, it is really enjoyable so far. It is a young adult's book. A little bit more gruesome for young adults than I would think it would, than I originally thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some blood. There is some guts. There is a little bit of language, but not like super bad, you know, like damn shit. Not like, you know, some of the worst cuss words. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I say that like we don't <laughs> say those words. <laughs> 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 language lady. Right. Language. Um, you know, the... the the relationship between the Madeline character and Bruce that is just, I'm at the beginning of that, of the growth mm. of that, um, is fascinating as far as you, I really do want to know, is she going to play, is she going to manipulate him or is he going manip- to be able to manipulate her? Mm. Cause she can kind of read him really well and it kind of scares him and fucks with his head. Cause he, you know, Bruce is a very private person and right. yada, 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 And he acts just that way. And as 18, the only real problem that I have with it that I'm going to say is not a spoiler because it doesn't affect the story is the timeline and what it takes place. Mm-hmm. It's basically in today's society, which bothers me a little bit because Bruce Wayne would not be 18 in 2018. It would mean that Bruce Wayne was born in the year 2000 and then that that's just not how old he is. Right. right. <laughs> but there's a couple of times where like he's at a gala and somebody's taking selfies with him and, um, you know, they kind of talk about newer things that you know were not around in like the 80s. When in my head, when Bruce Wayne would be 18 years old, you I know, mean, to me in the year 2018, I know that historically Bruce is like 75 because that's his creation. Yeah. But in my head at this well, point, well, actually,
0: at this point, I think uh, he's 77. No, he, well, Technically, he was Batman at seventy-five years ago. Right. So I mean, you gotta, you gotta. I think he was in his thirties. Like, we'll right. So, now. So, 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 really
2: truly, he was born in like the nineteen hundreds. Right.
1: <laughs> I can't get my back. Right. Phone's got the big buttons on it.
2: I'll get you,
1: Robin. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: But Bruce, in my I'm head, like, middle
1: aged now. <laughs> right. In
2: my head, in this day and current our current day, Bruce is like in his forties. Yeah. Right? right. Like in in my, if I had to say, if someone was like, how old's Batman? I'd be like, I'm probably like forty-two.
1: You right, know, like right, give or right.
2: take. Because in my head in the nineties he was like more like thirty, which sure. means in like the eighties he was more like a, a older teenager. You know, like in my head there's like a timeline that right. I have. Mm-hmm. Even though I realize that he's much creation wise, it's much, much older than that. Yeah. Right? right. But I feel like as an adult, Batman has always been like in his late thirties, early forties. Give or take which storyline yeah, you're yeah, following. Yeah, yeah. You know? Right. So the fact that he's 18 and he has access to some of this technology and he's taking selfies, I'm like, Batman, no. no. <laughs>
1: Hashtag not my Batman.
2: <laughs> At first it kind of it tweaked me a bit because I was like, oh, no, no, this is not the right timeline for this, right? To the point where I was like, I don't want <sighs> – Batman is not supposed to be 18 years old taking selfies, okay? There should be no Twitter, you know what I mean? <laughs> he shouldn't be like, follow me on Instagram, you know what I mean? Like none of that should be happening, <laughs> When Bruce Wayne is 18 years old,
1: he's standing next to a Batmobile. Hashtag swag, yo! Right, it's just just, that's just not what you think is happening.
2: It's just not what you think is happening in an 18-year-old Bruce Wayne's life, right? It just doesn't. It just didn't fit well for me. The more I read it, the less predominant that is, and the more I kind of forget about that timeline. So it's not bothering me to the point where I'm like, "Fuck this shit, I'm out." I mean, I paid, like, $11 for the book, so I'm going to fucking finish it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I
1: just bought Facebook. <laughs> Hashtag first world problems. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly. Exactly. The cars he's driving are, like, Teslas. I'm like, no, stop. No one does. Uh, it's, it's an Aston Martin, actually, because I. Aston
0: Martin, yeah. I was saying, it's 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 a young reader's book, so they're trying yes. to get people yes. involved in the Batman more yes. and, you know, and, and bringing up the fact that, hey, you like Facebook? Oh, yes, I like, you exactly. Know,
2: And as I'm reading it, I kind of am realizing that this is a young adult novel. So this novel is written for people that are, I say, like, 15 or 16. Mm -hmm. In reality, young adult tends to sit at, like, 11 to, like, 15. Yeah. So I'm, like, way too grown to be reading this book. But it's still really, really enjoyable. Um, so I have to realize that in order for children who are reading this to connect with what's happening in the book, they got to like, you know, bring the times in right. a little. You can't be having like 80 year old Batman, you know, with fucking 80s metal hair and these kids are going to be like, what the fuck? You know, like I listen to Justin Bieber. You know, Batman doesn't listen to that. That never happens, <laughs> by the way.
1: Bruce because is, I'm like, it, Bruce it, is <laughs> like, I'm a big Beeves fan. Sure. Sure. Him driving yeah. his ass somewhere. Despacito. <laughs> right a Dorito, a Cheeto.
2: (laughs) Right. So, like, at first it fucked with me a little bit. As I'm reading it, the story is well enough that I can forget that that's happening. Mm. Um, I'll probably... The fact that I have to fly in a couple days, I'll probably knock this book out before I ever even make it to my destination. Mm. Because between the plane and a a layover, all I'm gonna do is read. Yeah. Um, because everything else drains the fuck out of your battery. Um... So like I'll finish it. I may read the Wonder Woman book because the Catwoman book I don't think comes out until like June. Mm-hmm. It's it's not in a couple weeks. It's right. like a little bit further down the line. Um, it's available for pre order, whatever. I know that these books are sold hard copy. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I, you probably go to Barnes and Noble or order it on Amazon or something. I don't know because I'm an e reader, so I just bought it electronically. Right. Um the artwork on the cover is like, okay. You know, it's just, eh. if you, to be honest, if you were to see the cover, you might judge it a little bit. Like, eh, it's kind of kitty looking, but it's not, it really is. It doesn't, it kind of yeah. look looks a little kitty looking. Um, but it really is really interesting. And being a Batman fan, I'm always into the Bruce Wayne aspect of mm-hmm. it. Cause he is both, <laughs> you know, I like mm-hmm. can't have one without the other. Um, and there's not a whole lot of stories about there, about out about young Bruce Wayne or the way that he was as a teenager and stuff like that. So for me, that was just the interesting part of it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, maybe Wonder Woman, eh, just to like fill in the time in between Catwoman, but I'll probably for sure get the Catwoman one. Cause I don't even know what the synopsis of that is, but I'm like, Oh, it's Catwoman. Take my money. <laughs> it or his money. <laughs> really what it comes down to, <laughs> babe. I need your card number. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> we
1: are, it's for books. It's okay. <laughs> you
0: know, I'm book learning, so
2: it is good. I recommend it okay. if you're a big enough Batman fan.
0: All right. Cool. Enjoy it.
1: All right. So now let What's in the world? The great wide world. The nerd news.
0: Nerd news. Here we go, kids. You know what? We've talked about this week in, week out. We're still going to talk about this, about the whole Disney streaming app versus, you know, Netflix. The and world. So, so <laughs> on, you know. Uh, you know, well, like, the thing is, is, is is Netflix keeping Marvel shows after Disney streaming service drops is the big question.
1: All right. And
0: I have the answer. Hello. Just post it there on our fa- on our Twitter and Facebook, so you can uh, read for yourself. Something. apparently, yes, they are. When when the contracts are up for all the the, the Disney movies uh, and, and shows that they've had in the past, those are going to go back into into Disney streaming service. So uh. so that's going to be on. But as far as like the Marvel, um, uh, like the the, the um, Daredevil and. Punisher and, and Defenders, that's still going to continue on on Netflix. It's okay. basically the, the gist of this uh, type of thing is is that they 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 Disney's going to try and do more of a kiddie kind of app. Well, actually, they're doing two streaming apps, which which we just found Uh-oh. out recently. Fuck, so you got to
2: pay for both of them.
0: Well, now and the other one, oh, the other one you down. might wait, 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 wait. the other one you might not want. You know, it depends oh. if you're a sports fan. Oh no, I since fo- since they bought all the Fox Sports, right? You know, s- channels and stuff, they're going to use that as part of their streaming service to To keep that to get that going start that's why part of the reason why they bought Fox's, uh, entertainment ESPN Media. yes, so, well I, own ESPN? I thought they owned ESPN already
1: oh maybe they do oh, anyway, anyway. Well, it's
0: Fox Sports one and two and the 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 okay. and all so they there those are going to be in one streaming service and of course the classic Disney movies and as well as like newer uh, animated ch- uh, movies are going to be there but it's more going to be for the kids so you're not going to see the hard edge kind of movie right you're
1: not gonna have daredevil or luke cage you know exactly gotcha all right
0: so all right. which brings me up to the next one Disney, you know of course says that they like netflix they don't they're not here they're not out to destroy <laughs> netflix is basically what the, this article is about um the the ceo uh kevin Mayer of uh um uh, disney excuse me uh, has gone online and says you know no we 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 like netflix we we honor we're still going to honor our contracts with with netflix
1: <laughs> we ain't got no beef with them yet yeah. <laughs> so so far so, we can play nice
0: yeah so like there's no competition i mean cuz you got your hulu and you've got you know sure, there's a lot other of... streaming devices so it's it's for them to dominate was, it's it's going to be very difficult at this point and you know it's you know they like, which i think like, they can really actually do easily let's let's be honest
1: it's, it's mickey and um, it's you know no, right now. The House we, of Mouse. The House of Mouse. Look, look. We know there's plenty of chases, but you're gonna come back to me. <laughs> like, you want that new Star Wars movie? <sighs> you're gonna come to me. That's right. You're gonna go after the Big D. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah. So uh, he's he's going on saying you know he 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 admires their 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 their, uh, their design and you know that they they they're looking to not copy it but to. Uh, be it, alongside it. Right. You know, kind of thing. They don't want to say they want to compete against it. Yes. Right.
1: Yeah. We know that there's, in corporate speak, it'd be like, no, we we look up to them. They have a model of, a business model and plan that we hope to be able to emulate because they are the most successful streaming service out there. Yes. And we hope to be able to be as strong as them one day. When really, in speak, in, in real world, real world speak is more like, Netflix has got the lockdown for now until Disney decides to go, this is what you're getting. Yeah. And everyone's going to be like, oh, shiny and new. And it's got Disney. And it's like, hey, it's a small world after all. And then we will crush our enemies and kick them over. Ah. <laughs> we will pierce their heart like the dragon of the storm.
0: Well, let's Let's be realistic. Not knowing anything in which obviously we don't, but not only thing, how many times do you think Disney has made conversation with Netflix trying to purchase their streaming service? Like
2: yeah, Probably like uh, once a year. They're like out, the, <laughs> out
1: to dinner every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go out to dinner. You want to come along? So how's that Netflix doing for you? You know, if you ever want to buy, if you ever want to sell.
0: Right.
3: Yeah. You- and they make jokes yeah, about it, like, like
1: the gaze, the reaction. Yeah, of the, like, you know. hey, come on. Come on. spit on. How- how much you want for Netflix? You can't afford it. Come on, come on, come. Try me, try me. Like forty billion dollars. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we did just buy you know Marvel, so all right, well maybe, maybe. Hold on, let me. I can make a few phone calls. <laughs> like, you ever want to hang up the straps? Give me a call. I'll I'll, I'll pay it for you. you know, like, I'll take it off your hands. No, no, I got I got the tab this week. <laughs> You know, and come to think of it, I I I subscribe to Netflix, so it's like <laughs> I'm kind of like paying myself.
0: Because <laughs> you know Disney, it's like it's like if we can't if we can't emulate it in any way and beat in the market, we'll just buy it and we'll just uh, that take is, it
1: uh, over and just. I, I think <laughs> their their plan their market strategy is like what does Netflix do that makes them so successful, and then find a way to copy it, but be able to just put our own spin on it because of like. Of our own vault, like, mm-hmm. that there's people. Excuse me, there's people out there. Look, let's face it, I'm getting it. Yeah, I'm getting it not because of myself, but because I have a Disney, a foul mouth Disney princess over here.
2: Oh, we're getting it. See, <laughs> hey, in it, fact, is there a sign up email right now? Like, can you pre order this?
0: No. Yeah. No, like, there's there's, like, there's no information it, yet on it. Only that it's coming out in 2019. That's the best guest okay. estimate, right? All like,
1: if I could, I'd be pay, I'd be paying for it right now. And that yeah, way, it'd be like, you know, oh, sh- here it is, Sean. Here's a package, and thanks for being uh, a, you know, a, a free pr- member, a premier member, okay. and in support. Here's, you know, a autograph photo photo of Mickey Mouse, you know, and it's just the same Mickey photo, just photocopied, you know. Everyone's got the same one. You <laughs> know, <Well, laughs> welcome to. Here's your tickets to the. Well, you know what? Okay, you know what? Oh, see, that it, that it, a, it makes I, you laugh
0: because. The first time that that my wife and I went to Disney was on our honeymoon, and one day they surprised us with a framed photo of Mickey, behind the behind him is the magic the the castle, and it's handwritten like <laughs> like like you know, hey Cecilia and Ed, thanks for coming, you know, first time, blah blah blah, you know, like little little message that made it right. like nice, right, you know, right. kind of thing. So years later, for my 40th birthday, I, I my whole family went down, right. and my mom and my m- brother because they were staying in the same room, my older brother. They got that picture. And sa- I, uh, I, I was like, a person just, 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 just scratched up the names and put, you know, the, you know their names. And, and it was just like, now you don't feel
3: special.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I am interested in knowing? Okay, now this is, I again, we know absolutely very little about the Disney streaming service. Mm. They do D3, what, every other year? D23. D23, sorry. It's every D, year. D three. It's every year now? Every, okay. th- every year, yes. Every year. I wonder if they would stream some of the activities on that streaming service. Like, could you imagine being there? Well, they
0: have a YouTube channel oh, yeah? that you can watch these these events after, I think, like two weeks or something like that. Because oh, they don't okay. do it right away. Only the news uh, and the press get to see the D23 and members. I'm sorry. The it's, members. The members. You know, there is a membership that you can get into it it gets a little costly of you know like i is think is because
3: Disney we're
2: talking about because
0: because it's not like you know they they don't like televise it to everybody right you have to go somewhere you're like you know usually it's like in california uh, i don't think it's ever in florida but there's like different places that they have this event i think it's usually in california they have the event and i think sometimes they well actually which which brings me up there's another story coming up about another oh. 23 event that, that just happened this past uh, you
1: walk up to somebody you go And he goes, and the door opens up. Yeah. <laughs> like there's there's some sort of secret it's, whistle. It's not, it's, or... not, it's, it's not that secret. I mean,
0: there is a, like a monthly subscription to a magazine that you can get articles of what's coming out, sure. ideas that they're working on. So you can get you can be a, a, the fast track of of what's happening in Disney. And like I said, there's there is conferences that they have and they will unveil like the the timeline of the marvel you know cinematic universe <laughs> or the star wars you know kind of thing and what the lands look like and they'll have a layout and they'll give you like sometimes like a like a gift bag type of like tchotchkes of right. Disney and all that kind of stuff but well, i
1: mean welcome to a guy excuse me sir i'm looking for neverland yeah yeah well you see i don't know do you do you have a rough idea where you need to go sir um, I think it's second star to the right, all the way till morning, is what I heard. Welcome, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> like uh, be, you know, walk down a flight of stairs, and a wall just goes, <laughs> and it just slides open, and next thing you know, you're in Disney heaven because you're like behind the scenes, and it's like, hey, here's Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. They're here to promote the next Marvel movie. And that's They exactly- want to I mean- talk. They want to talk to you. You know,
0: <laughs> and that's basically it. I mean, like the stars will be there; they will, you know, will come up Q and As and that kind of stuff. So it's like it's a very exclusive event for those people. But like I said, it, you're you're buying into it. Is basically what it comes down. Oh, to. Oh, you're
1: right. buying into it, all right. One way or another, you're buying yeah. into it. Yeah, like they all pay in one way or way, shape, or form.
0: You know, and it's and it's it's up to like you know they 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 at that point they're they're releasing it to the world and the news media first right. gets it and that that's why we you know get to see like articles and stuff like that because it so happens that you know this this past summer this coming up summer june 30th toy story land is opening for disney world in florida
1: okay think of <laughs> I, like, uh, apparently the way you said it was very like it's
0: it's one of the two parks that people are excited about of course the next one is really what i think you're going to i mean it's star wars land right exactly so actually, in Japan, they had a D twenty three conference about Toy Story Land. No, about Star Wars Land. Oh, I just we just it just dropped today that June thirtieth is the release date or the opening of uh, uh, Toy Story Land. Now, granted, if you go a couple weeks beforehand, sometimes they have a soft opening before the grand opening, so you get to ride the ride, hey, it's like, see the
1: chachkeys. I, I hear Andy's mom's coming. Oh, right this way, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually,
0: well, in the old days, like actually, that, two years ago, you could say Andy's Andy's coming, and the toys would drop. Yeah, like the, 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 the characters, the like you. Yeah, so you got to be in the line of picture and go, Andy's coming, and you or Andy's mom's coming, and you'd see they're the toys yeah. drop right there <laughs> on the ground. But after a while, because people caught on, they were right. all yelling at every time, so they would keep dropping, and they are like, and the,
1: "I can't do this anymore." <laughs> <backwards>. yeah, <laughs> so
0: they stopped it. But uh, every once in a while, you can get him to do it. But it's very S- rare.
1: Excuse me, sir. What's the password? Mr. Nesbitt. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Nesbitt. Hi, can't you see that? Hi, Mrs. Nesbitt. You hear, you hear this, sir? <laughs> like, you just come on in. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. I wish it was that easy. Like you just come up with a catchphrase, and it opens up a whole new world for you.
0: Trust me. There's there is a lot of different things you could do to open a new world. Like I have a a Disney Visa card. You can show that card and get you into places. Wow. In the park that you know it's just like it's like hey you know uh, hey this the, see
1: this <laughs> it's my uh, yeah because we got Mickey a... Mouse Club ID because <laughs> we
0: got we got a, we got a couple fast tracks through we got to get the pictures of Kylo Ren and, and Chewbacca and, and the different characters for Star Wars. In the in the Star Wars museum, and it was like like it was a long line. I mean, it was like like it looks like like, a, like an hour and a half <laughs> right. that you're gonna wait for this thing. I just flashed the card. We were in ten minutes. You
1: know? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I believe you might have dropped this. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, it's mine. I apologize. Let me put this back. Oh, sir, welcome to the uh, the line. Uh, <laughs> apparently, you are a. VIP, very important person. So, why don't you come back? I here? Impressed,
0: impressed my my wife's family a lot. because uh, we, yeah, right. we did it once, and then we came back, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, there's the guy, and I'm like, I'm like, watch this, and I'm like, I'm like, right this way, sir, and I'm like, well, I have
1: my entourage with <laughs> me and they're like, ooh, Ed, they know him here.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, they the in Japan, they just recently had the D23 conference uh, about. Star Wars Land, and apparently there is a hotel. I We've mentioned that in the past. We
1: mentioned
0: that, yes. And some people are kind of uh, about it only because you are pretty much locked into this hotel. If you are staying there for a couple days, you are you are not that you can leave. And you, uh, well, yeah, you it's like not like
1: I am here to spend my my week in. In here is my room. Now <laughs> you can't get out. You are like, oh shit! <laughs> but
0: it's it's. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a three-day adventure, basically, going through the oh, hotel. Yes. And if you're not a guest of the hotel, you can go through the adventure itself. It's just that you know, at certain times you'd have to leave because the park closes right. and you have to go. And then the people who are staying at the hotel get to continue the adventure on. All the windows will have um, – uh, it's basically screens. It's like you're, it looks like you're flying in a ship. Yeah, yeah. And then you're going to land on a planet, which is called Buntu, which is a, another thing. They actually provide clothes to the Star Wars yeah. era.
2: <laughs> um, I seen is- where they were kind of, sort of hinting at doing this a yeah. few months ago, where they were like, "This is what we think we might do." Apparently, it's confirmed. It's confirmed now. Yeah, but but I I've seen said, some, this has been released. some pictures of them, um, like concept art of like what it was all supposed to look like and how this hotel was supposed to be, and you get clothes to. Like, as if you were going to be, uh, what's the ship from Star Trek? Help me out here. The Enterprise. That thing. is as if you were going to be staying on that and you got like a red shirt or a blue shirt. Right. Right. Like, you get to be a part of the show, it, is what it seems oh, do
1: like. I a, do I get a, a, a blaster holster? <laughs> it doesn't say, I think it's the specifics but, uh, of what kind of clothes you get. I, I, right. My big question is do you got to give it back? I hope not. I'm just saying. <laughs> like,. I mean, you, hey, welcome, welcome. Because I've, I've told my wife on <laughs> m-
0: multiple occasions that me staying at this hotel is a priority. It's a necessity. It's, yeah. I, I
1: completely my, agree. My,
0: my niece will argue, why do you want to stay there? I'm like, you you can't stay with me. Like, no, no. <laughs> y'all
2: <You laughs> stay wherever y'all want to. And I'm, and I'm like,
0: if I have to stay alone, if it's just okay. Right. If it weren't
1: to be in a bachelor pad, so <laughs> be it. it. Right. I, I don't don't care. Like, Do I, I, you walk in, look, we're taking off, you're flying through space, you land. I, I, yeah, I kind of want to be able to, like...
0: Well, the thing is, is that it's going to be part of what they call the Galaxy's Edge, and it's basically when you go through the park, because you have the bracelet, everything that you do will actually be part of the adventure as well, when you fly the Millennium Falcon... When you do the different, uh, uh, like like shooting and all that kind of stuff, the lightsaber battles, all that kind of stuff will be tallied on your 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 bracelet, basically. Right. So when they talk to you, they'll talk to you about like the experiences that you've had oh. in Star Wars Land, and then you you're basically like, conversing like with aliens or mm-hmm. with characters about what you've done and what you know, like if you've made the crystal run in under twelve parsecs, you can you know oh. brag about that. And- it's
2: supposed to be like fully immersive. Think like the Renaissance Fair but Star Wars cuz you're like you go there and everybody talks to you in that with that accent and everyone that's I, there I,
1: I can just like you do the little shooting game you get like a, a good score and they come out and they go like I heard you killed like 37 stormtroopers you're a hero among you're a hero for the rebellion yeah. I don't know if you knew that you're like me a hero for really? Like yes sir we the stories of you shoot flying that kessel run is known throughout the galaxy now at this point you're like really? <laughs> the, the, the thing that gets
2: me is,
0: is that we're, we're, we're so excited about this but like how many adults versus how many children because imagine like it's going to be I, a group of people and there's going to be like 20 10 year olds I one... won't
1: punch a baby <laughs> to, get <out> <laughs> to, to be the first one of the flooded and Lydia Falcon <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: you're not alone I'll tell you not that, that statement
1: <laughs> hey look there's a little kid so they go Pop. I'm sorry. I didn't see him here. I'm, I'm next. I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine, kid. Walk it off. Welcome to the galaxy. I'm up next. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I'm to that ball off. I'll be like, yeah, I would do it too. Yeah, Stacy's going to be extremely embarrassed <laughs> See, I'm, 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 I'm gonna be embarrassed the whole time. My, she's gonna talk. My with...
0: wife's completely embarrassed because there's a there's a march <laughs> that comes in. It's usually around twelve o'clock, or whatever. It's Captain Phasm and all the, the the troopers, and they come marching in. And I'm like, down with the root, down with the first order. I'm yelling, and they're like, shh. I'm like, no, shut up. It's
1: it's my time. This, nobody knows me here. Shut up. <laughs> you got to talk to the princesses. This is my time. My time. I'm miss can't you see the hat? I'm Ed, I'm in Star Wars Lad. You call me General Ed. <laughs> <laughs> you stuck-up, half witted scrubby-looking nerf herder. It's my time. Get out of the way, kid. <laughs> <laughs> They're always embarrassed. (laughs) Hey, kid, look here. You want a dollar? Throw it on the side. (laughs) Push him out of the way. I'm next, Chewy. Thank you. I I don't know what you're talking about. That kid wasn't there. I don't know. What (laughs) kid? What kid? That's gonna be great. I like boo, boo.
2: (laughs) See, the real, the real, really, the only issue that I'm having with any of this, because to be honest. Sean always talks about getting to see things, like, through my eyes and how much he enjoys it and yada, yada, yada. I'm excited to see him experience this, right? right? Like, in reality, you guys have been waiting, like, what, 40 years for this shit? (laughs) You know what I mean? Our whole lives. (laughs) So, like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm excited to have – to see him in these moments, right? Except my (laughs) – the only real issue I'm having with this is now we're going to have to go stay for a lot longer than a few days because if this whole Star Wars thing is, like, a few-day process – if you think that we're going to Disneyland, Disney World, and I'm not going to see the rest of the shit there, you're nuts. So I, like, we'll have to do the Star Wars thing and then continue on with, like, the, all the other stuff that's there. I
1: I mean, you can get your own place. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: they, they don't they, – I mean, they say the hotel does – you're not there, like, a week. You can only right. stay there a couple of days because I think they want to – well, you got to move keep, along. Move right, along, right? right? Because other people want to do this, you know. they got right. to keep this moving. So that's that's why I think it's it's just a short time that you can like, stay there.
1: Sorry about the sheets, but I was real happy to be here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I because my
0: my, my, my my niece she'll, she'll argue with me because she's like 15, and she'll argue with me all the time. I'm like I'm like you don't understand. I'm like this is this is what I've what I've dreamt of all my life, and it's like right. I don't care if it's two three days. She's like, why well, go for to like two different hotels? And I'm like.
1: We do that anyway, like with
2: half the
0: time. Like, what's the big deal?
1: Like, you don't understand. I'm going to a galaxy far, far away, so fuck you. (laughs) It's my time. It's Uncle Ed's time. That's right. I'm going to drink some blue milk, get into a couple bar fights, cantina fights. I might even dance a jig while the we call it the cantina band's going. do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I tell you, before those three days are up, I'm slicing someone's hand off. If I see I'm gonna shoot first. That's right. He's not even gonna shot off. Trust me, kid. I'm shooting first right now. Just talking about it. I went. I went a little too far. Get out of my way, kid! I' going for that blue milk first. Just sit there. Um, my my legs are going to be on top of every table I sit at. <laughs> just, just lead him back, It's right. Like, what do you want, kid? Uh, don't you know who I am? I'm the guy who shot seventeen stormtroopers back there at that ride. <laughs> I'm a big name. I'm wanted in twelve parks. <laughs> I'm impressed. You'll be dead. <laughs>
0: of course though if you know you're not staying there and they don't provide the clothes they will sell the clothes of course they will yeah you you know of course yeah because that's the thing i'm like that's the first thing i'm looking for like even Ah. if i can't get to the hotel because it's been like booked out for like six years out you know (laughs) i think i'm like we'll get year seven (laughs) i'll be an old man i don't fucking care let's do it (laughs) but i'll go and i'll go and shop and buy everything i'm like i'm like just I make, might have me like, pre- prepare, prepare for a big bill. As I tell my wife, I'm like, prepare.
1: I, I for- might be the first time in history. I'm going to go cosplay. Like, right, <laughs> I'm going to go there. I'm like, give me the, I want the, I want the Han, Th- that's the the best Han part. Solo special.
0: That's the best part. Everybody else is going to be there. They're the same thing. So you're like,
1: <laughs> um, it's right. Like, sorry. Uh, um, I'm with stupid t-shirts. Stay at home. Like, <laughs> 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 I've got my blaster by my side. I got the nice jacket. I. I don't, yeah, kiss my ass. I'm not wearing a cloak because I'm more of the the scoundrel type. Give me a nice little jacket. Uh, It's going to have to be triples the size, normal, because, you know, I'm a big guy. (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm sorry, does that belt come in a extra stout? (laughs) Because I'm going to want one of those. You know, you you can keep the cloak.
0: (laughs) All right, let us move on from... Disney and with Star Wars to DC. All right. Something, something <laughs> happened a while back. Of course, as you know, Zack Snyder stepped down from Justice yes. League family. To, to family issues. Apparently, though, the rumor has it that he was that he didn't step down on his own, that he was actually fired.
1: Really? Yes. Hold on. Ten ten Okay, now was this Prior to the incident, you know, it was a family member, I think, committed suicide. Yes. Um, his daughter. His daughter. So Summer. So was this before or after that?
0: Well, apparently, like,
1: it, 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 was, eight, it was like,
0: no, it was like eight months prior to it. That, like, DC and uh, 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 Zach? Zach were not seeing eye to eye on the whole Justice League thing, which you kind of go, well, I kind of see it <laughs> after seeing the movie.
1: Uh, but hard not, uh, hard not to see it in the work.
0: Yes. Yep. Uh per Josh L. Dickey of <laughs> Dickey. Dickey.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh since I've been shifted to DGAF, I don't know what D G A F is. D uh, G Dog Graph Alpha Foxtrot. Uh
1: the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Uh I'm shifting into DGF mode. Here's a hot one for you. Zack Snyder's fired from DC Universe just over a year ago. They couldn't write about it quite the way that they wanted to at the time, but they just tapped or danced away way around. Is basically what they were saying. So they didn't want to, I guess, because of the suicide. They didn't want to, you know, probably we're going to announce it, and then all of a sudden that happens, and they're like, right? Well, like how you know that would make? Well, we, it worse. yeah, it would It'd
1: make, make us, it would make us look like real shitty people yeah. to fire him after this tragedy. We got to find a way to do it politely, like, yeah. like, and then a year later, it's nope, he was canned. Yep. Did they say just because of the creative difference, like DC wanted? To-
0: well, they didn't really get to do too specific of it. but they Warner just- Brothers
1: wanted to go one way. Yeah, he he wanted, wanted to go, go another, another. And there was probably a lot of, no, you don't understand. This is, you know, look what's happening over in the other camp. Look how successful they are. Mm-hmm. You got you to make some changes. It's like, no, no, I'm the director. This is my vision. This is what I signed up for. You guys agreed on it. It's not my fault. You guys are fucking up the marketing aspect of it. And they're like, what? Yeah. Excuse me. Who's paying your bills? Right. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. All right. Uh, I, I mean, it's an unfortunate byproduct of the business. That if sooner or later you're going to get fired yep. or you're going to get hired. I mean, when one door closes, another opens. opens exactly. You no, know, it's and you're only as good as your last project. So if Man of Steel was kind of lukewarm, like. I think Warner Brothers had that problem of going, okay, well, this is you're going to be our guy, and this is what you're going to do. We want all this, and you're our guy. It's you. And then the reviews start coming in, and they already signed contracts. They're like, well, we got him for like three movies, maybe four. He's supposed to be bringing this Justice League thing, and so we got to ride that out. Uh, is there a way to get it? Then you know there's some people in the background going, there's got to be a way to get rid of this guy. You know?
0: I I I'm actually surprised that they 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 were looking to fire him versus you know like him leaving you know I mean it, it's unfortunate what happened to his family and I right. you know we we you know give our condolences but to me it's always the fact is, is that like Warner Brothers seemed to be determined to go that way with Zack Snyder so like why all of a sudden like were they going to derail the whole thing because they were worried about Man of Steel being lukewarm I mean like. That, to me, they made no sense. Like, like they seem they were so gung ho about it, even after. Like, before you got any kind of glimpse of Justice League coming out, like you know, right. Zack Snyder's our guy. Like, Man of Steel was okay, but you know, Justice League's coming down the track, and that's gonna be awesome. Right, next
1: movie, Batman v Superman. Come on, we bringing Batman to the universe. Who doesn't want to see? Like, and but I think the problem is, is that there's bean counters going. Okay, like. While if Batman v Superman needed to make like $700 million to break even. Yeah. And it might have just done that before it left the theaters. Mm-hmm. So there's somebody going, well, the object of this job is to make money. To make money so we can make more of these monies. If we're coming up, if we're breaking even, no one's winning here. Right. So we got to find out a way to kind of, there is a... Marvel film that, you know, only cost a hundred, you know, maybe $200 million. And it made that opening weekend. What the fuck? Why can't we're a business Right. sooner or later, someone's got to pay for that price. And, you know, they've already done a lot of shifting around because their movies haven't been to the standard that I would say the majority of the people
0: kind of wish for like, well, that's, that's, that's always like, like that ambiguous, like, I don't know question. Cause you go, you 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 have so many DC fanboys out there, you know, downing the the Marvels universe and how horrible that is, and DC's so much better. But I'm like, well, the numbers prove it. Like, like let's look at this just financially. Like, you know Marvel's kicking ass every time with it, and, and you know, and there seems like no stopping it. They took Black Panther, which to me is not a strong first tier character. It, you know, I think he's third string at best, or maybe second string. I don't know. <laughs> right? I'm not, it depends on you. Know, you you know, whoever you talk to about it, but it's like, look, he just kicked ass. You made him 200 million dollars, it. you know, and he crushed it. It was like great, you know, I'm like, you know, and I'm like, I wasn't a strong fan of, of his, of his, the character, but I saw the movie and I enjoyed it and I'd see it again. And you know, that kind of thing. So you go, well, you know, like you gave me suicide squad, you gave me, you know, and then none of those movies I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to see this again. Like, like to me, it was like, oh, I saw it. Um, uh, have you got it done I, and over with? It's off my bucket list, and I can move on. now.
1: My life. And I think the people who complain about them the most are the people who don't understand the, the business side of the show business.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it's like, well, no, it, how can it not make money? It made $100 million over the weekend. Yeah, but... And the movie cost $250 million, and it made $250 million. No, no, you forgot about to add the advertising budget. You forgot about the, the marketing budget and all those kind of things, Like, which is why... Justice League needed to hit $900 million. And then, yeah. now, now, granted, that's a movie on paper, should have made a fucking billion dollars over, uh, within its the time. The amount current. of
0: characters you had, characters you're introducing. You know, it just, it's just phenomenal.
1: That fucking paycheck wrote itself, and then it fell flat. Now, whether you liked the movie or didn't like the movie, it's neither here nor there. It's whether the movie was profitable. And to Warner Brothers, it wasn't for whatever reason reason is is because when you look at how much was cost versus how much it made it wasn't as big as they were hoping
0: which which brings me to my my new theory about this whole thing is the fact is is that i don't think warner brothers (laughs) is looking at this at the right picture the correct way like i I don't think they they when they when they throw these numbers up there that they're looking at it correctly because disney's obviously doing something different the Warner Brothers is not so much the characters and the story and the, the special effects because DC has that. It's not like they right. don't have – it's not like crappy, like, didn't even look like Batman. It looked like a drunk guy because he had a beard. Right. You, know, like, you know, like, you know, I didn't really see Henry Cavill's mustache at all, really. I'm like, you know, it didn't really, you know, phase <laughs> me, you know, at all for that whole mustache gate. But the, the idea is that I think Disney's made some business transactions behind the scenes that makes it more lucrative for them to make a profit – Versus what Warner Brothers is doing for their d c products, I think they have to do that. I think they have to make some business plans in terms of buying certain things and going okay let's make a, let's get a, let's get a marketing company that will work in us, not for us right you know like let's let's have that let's establish certain things that we can do that that will bring this to the forefront because the only thing I always see from Warner Brothers is more trailers, and the more trailers I see it for it, the more I'm going you know and it's like and like was that the right idea and like maybe that maybe they should pull back i mean disney doesn't give you that much they give you a teaser and then they give you one trailer and they may give you a second one right but the second one might be like two or three scenes more than they gave you the first time and you still have no fucking clue until you see the movie what was it all about all
1: the trailers about about black panther i never knew what the plot was yep it was Black Panther jumping from a car to another car, landing on the... It was, looked cool.
0: That gave the cool effects, and that was it.
1: With a kick-ass soundtrack behind it, and I'm like, fuck, I'm there. Like, hey. he, that that purple-black motif they got going on, mm-hmm. I'm like, that that's, looks cool. And the movie was gorgeous, just from the trailer. For the Justice League, I'm like, wait, is that, is that flash? I can't tell. It's a little too dark. Like, <laughs> you know... And and I get it, like some people want the grittiness and the the quote unquote realism of of the, their DC universe, but somebody's going, yeah, that's great for you, but on the bigger spectrum, where we're not selling toys, yeah, like you know, and it's not about, and someone would be like, well, it's not about selling toys, it's about you know staying faithful to the comic book, and it's like, no, how many people do we know alone get all their comic book knowledge from the movies? Right. Not from actually picking up a book. I mean, her own sister is a huge Harry Potter fan, never once picked up a book. Mm-hmm.
2: Refuses know? to, in fact.
1: You know, it's like how many people are Batman fans because of...
2: Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan.
1: <laughs> how many, you know... I was you, a
0: Batman fan because of Adam West. I mean, right, yeah. you know, like how
1: can you... How can? <laughs> you, I actually picked up a Batman guy? Right, That's like some people know. are, you know, Superman fans because of Christopher Reeves or because of Henry Cavill but never once thought to pick up a book, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it, it's kind of like that's the market they're going for. And the comic book person is kind of a, a secondary thing, right? It's like, you know, like I saw that they released another trailer for ready player one and looks, still looks great. I read the book. I love the book. And I knew that the, the writer of the book had, uh, he wrote the screenplay. The screenplay is different than the book. It's gotta be. Mm-hmm. To be able to reach a broader market, you know, and the book was written to be kind of an homage to his the stuff that he loved, like the 80s movies, Back to the Future, Star Wars, all that kind of stuff. But if you're going to be telling this story now, you have to incorporate all the other pop culture icons that have happened. Like, I am not a Twilight fan. At all. Mm-hmm. But I can say that Twilight was, had a very huge impact on popular culture. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to do a movie that kind of celebrates pop culture in one way, shape, or form, I would probably throw in a Twilight in there just for the sheer fact that it was a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You can't get away with that. Like, you can't just go, well, I didn't like it, so therefore I'm not putting it in. You kind of have to play nice with everybody. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's going like to I see people kind of bitching about it, going, well, it's not like the book. Like, well, you know what? It's you have the book, read it again. Don't go to the movie. Right. You know, and like I of- said, I,
0: I haven't I haven't read the book for Ready Player One, and I'm not going to. I mean, I'm gonna be with those people off mm-hmm. here, I think. But like, watching the trail, I have no fucking clue, but I'm so in because I'm like, the, the visual effects are so stunning, and the idea, the premise that I'm getting in my head is kind of interesting. And I'm like, even if I'm not even close, I'm like, it's still going to be a great movie. Like, cause you're going to have all these little pop culture icons. Spielberg's
1: directing. Yeah. It was like, Hey, here's a movie about eighties uh, and how much I love. Like it's, it was a, the book is a love letter to all the movies that we saw when we were teenagers that helped mold pop culture the way it is today. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden to get the guy who helped create that go, you know, hold my beer. I'm going to make this movie. Yeah. You're like, what? That's like, for yeah. me, it's like, oh well, I gotta see that. It's like Spielberg has been so out of it. He's, he's been busy too making real life movies. In my opinion, it's like, hey, The Post, Schindler's List, you know, Lincoln, all true stories about real people. And while they're compelling stories, it, it, I kind of always felt like he kind of lost his his sci fi part of him. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's like, you know what, hold my beer. Like mm. I'm gonna bring this movie to show you guys why I am who I am. I'm hoping because the last sci-fi movie I think he made was like War of the Worlds, but it was an homage to the original. Mm. Uh, AI I thought was good, but it wasn't really his movie. It was Kubrick's mm. last movie that Spielberg helped finish because mm. Kubrick died. Right. But after, before that, I can't think of any other like sci-fi. No, I mean yeah,
0: Sadie's doing he's doing more more uh, heartfelt kind of movies. Yeah, and you go. Well, you know what, when you 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 built your reputation on close
1: encounters ET, Jaws, Jaws, Jaws was the first 100 million dollar movie in history.
0: You know, and you and you go, you know, these these are the these are the classics that everybody will go see and you know, and you go, well, you know what? Now, I mean, maybe he was looking for the right project. I mean, cuz you know, Spielberg has an eye. So, you know, yeah. if you give him a script and you go, what do you think? And he goes, Phew. now, you know what? It's it's good, but it's not my caliber good. Right. Like like I need something that will make that like I can make a good good picture out of like I can do this and I think that's the reason why I think he was just looking for the right project and this you know came along and he's like how can I turn this down
1: I I also think too like someone probably sat him down and was like you know what there's a lot of logistics here because you got the Iron Giant you got the car from Back to the Future Um, I see Freddy and he's like I I think there's like a couple Star Wars glimpses in there he's like you know what hold on I, I know Bob Zemeckis I know George let me give him a call Right. Hey, look, I'm making this movie. I need, you own this guy. Can I borrow the, can I borrow the, the? can I borrow the, the Lorien for a couple scenes? My character needs to drive it for the, look, I'll buy you dinner. Yeah, sure. No problem. Yeah. Just, you know, because if there's a, a Mount Rushmore of 80s directors, it's Lucas, it's Spielberg, it's Cameron, and it's Zemeckis and Tim Burton. Like, I would say, like, out of out of those five directors, those kind of paved the way for pop culture today. Yeah. So, I mean, if if you're going to have a movie that kind of celebrates that, you better have one of those guys in it to be able to do it right. And also be able to kind of go, Psst, I need to borrow this for a second. Yeah. Can I play with your toys for a minute? Like, yeah. just to do this one thing, and you get right back. I, I, that's why I'm looking forward to it, man.
0: Well, I, I think also think too that's like how can you how can you turn it down? Like if you if you had an '80s product pro, property and they want to put it right. in a movie, you go, my my film can be relevant again. Like I like huh? pe- people go, well, what's that from? And you go, oh, it's this '80s movie, blah blah blah. And they go, well, now I should see this movie because it's now in this movie. Like it's it's an add on. Like yeah, a free press. Yeah, no, yeah, it it's like is a fr- it's, it's... free advertising is what it is.
1: All right, uh, that... we want to call it a night.
0: Yeah, let's call it a night. Uh, I got some bonus material that we can do. I uh, we to...
1: actually have bonus, actually a bonus material too for the people who listen to the podcast don't know why we don't ha- didn't have intros and outros. Oh, that's right. For yeah, the we never, show. never talked about we that. never talked about it. Why the people who are well, like so? We it's actually a good story. It's a good story, which we will tell you when you download the podcast version of the show, which you can find if you go to our Facebook page, Geeksters. Go to the about section. You can find out where to get it. While you're there, you might as well give us a like.
0: And if you want to, you can also go to Twitter and find it there. But just give us uh, follow us there if you're not it's right, kind of, um, geeksters.
1: of course, if you are listening to this podcast version and you do want to hear the show live, you can on Sunday nights starting around seven thirty ish PM Eastern Standard Time here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, or TuneIn they are start rocking it already on those apps. And, of course, if there's anything that you've seen or heard on the show that you want to talk to us about or get our opinion on, just contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's
0: S-H-A-W-N.
1: We'll see you next week, folks. Bye! Welcome back, folks. Welcome
0: back, everybody.
1: All right, Ed. Um, well, First, there that was part two, folks. So uh, now here's Ed with the bonus article.
0: Well, I'm actually gonna leave it to you because I have four articles.
1: Oh, hey.
0: one might not be that interesting, so okay. I'm like but uh, I'll give you the titles, all right, and you tell me which one you'd be interested okay. in. Okay, Richard Pryor White, Richard Pryor's widow says he did sleep with Marlon Brando.
1: <laughs> okay, you said this one for last week, and I'm not give you a chance to use it, all right,
0: uh, Kevin Smith has some blunt thoughts about the Venom trailer. Okay. And how one shape of water actor feels about a movie's sex toys. And the fourth one's about Leonard Maltin and, and basically like.
1: Leonard Maltin, the, yeah. the guy who's why why uh, the Animal Kingdom?
0: Leonard Maltin? No, Leonard Maltin is the film critic, and he talks about how people are not. Uh, well, actually, we won't go with that one because that one's not really that exciting.
1: Well, okay. well, I'm kind of curious. What's he saying?
0: Well, he says if you haven't seen silent movies, then you're not really a, a movie critic because of like today's you know society, everybody's a critic. And, you know, if you're only seeing the current movies, then, you know, you don't really, if, if you haven't gone through all the other genres of movies that you don't really truly belong
1: to. Uh, okay, so now so this guy is basically saying that unless you're an old fuck like him <laughs> and seen a silent movie, I have more of a right as to be a film critic than you do? Well, it, he
0: just feels that if, you, if you're just watching one series of movies that you're not like a true movie oh, okay. fan, like a movie buff or f- movie fan. Okay, see,
1: like if you, if you solely watch superhero movies yeah. and you have so much to say about them, you can't really consider to be a critic because you have nothing to compare it to or you haven't really experienced true film cinema right. until you've seen maybe like some of the classics, like maybe like Citizen Kane or... A silent film of some sort, right? I've seen Mel Brooks silent movies. So I think that counts. <laughs> I've actually seen a couple silent movies.
0: Yes, I mean every everybody has kind of dabbled. or well, Most people so. have, have dabbled into that kind. Have of, you ever
1: seen a Charlie Chaplin film? Yes. You know, I, I think I, it it helps. Uh, I mean, I, I I mean the only up to date silent movie I know of is The Artist, and it won like an Oscar. Yeah. Uh, I was in, but bla- also in black and white too. So yeah. I mean, if if you really want to get the nostalgia version of a, of a movie and a more current version of it, right? Go see the the artist. It's a it was a black and white silent movie with a dog in it that everyone seemed to love. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, all right, whatever. Um, out of the other articles, the Kevin Smith one. It's It's not really even really an article. It's more of a blurb because they took from the podcast that I heard. It's basically he's like, look if you are going to show a movie about Venom, put him in the goddamn trailer because he's not. It's just we saw it. Tom Hardy, yeah, yeah. We saw it in um, the trail. We saw the teaser in front of Black Panther, and it was Tom Hardy in a uh, MRI. Yes, and then or or the
0: back of his head for like three scenes where he's walking somewhere.
1: Right, and there's nothing. The only you if you didn't know what Venom looked like at the very end where the, it turns into his eyes and his mouth, you wouldn't have known. And then it morphs into just the letter V. Yes. It wasn't until the, the end card to kind of tell you, hey, it's Venom coming this fall. Right. Like, you would never have known that it was anything related to Spider-Man, anything related. Like, someone could have went, did they redo V? <laughs> exactly.
0: Like of like, it an anything. Like, <laughs> V,
1: the... the it could be like a new horror,
0: like kind it, of thing.
1: It, it could have been the old V TV show, The Aliens. Yeah. It could have been V for Vendetta. Yes. It. it no one would have thought Venom. Like, yeah. it was like, whew, I really hope, please, somebody, got, <laughs> give us something. You got to see the the symbiote briefly in a glass tube in the back of a truck. Yes. So, yeah, okay. Well, that. it will
0: reach the uh, uh, theaters October 5th, 2018. Right. So, uh, October.
1: I'll see it. I'm always kind of, I'm always like, yeah, uh. How are you gonna do it. I do kind of think I know how they're gonna do it. I think they're gonna take the ultimate universe theory behind Spider Man, mm. behind Venom, was that a sign it was Oscorp invented the suit to be, um, to help cure cancer and it went well, up getting its own, like, mind of its own kind of thing. Anyway, so there, I just did two articles. Um, <laughs> well, it's the other two. Um,
0: Richard Pryor's widow says he did sleep with Marlon Brando or. <sighs> I mean, How one shape of water actor? The shape of water is a movie. Actor feels about the movie's sex toys.
1: Okay, the movie, the sex toys that are inspired by the movie. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, you know what? Let's do the Richard Pryor. I mean, the sex toys is like. Eh.
0: Or, 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 or you know what? I, I did, I did see another one. It didn't did mention the fact that the uh, uh, the rooms Tommy wazo wants to roll in the Joker movie
1: i uh, yeah, I heard that too uh, oh hi Mark <laughs> oh hi Batman oh hi Batman <laughs> like, <laughs> I did not shoot her <laughs> Batman <laughs> oh hi mark i i I kind of want to see that movie though <laughs> um. Yeah, I really don't care about that guy. Okay, I, he just the only reason why he's actually even being mentioned in articles is because of the disaster artist. And in it's face, it's Franco doing a dead impersonation of this guy. Yeah, so now he's now he's back in like the limelight. So now he thinks he's like, oh, i want to be somebody now. Yay. ain't. <laughs>
0: I kind of want to see the room. I really I do. do. I've seen a lot of YouTube videos, and they're always like top ten, like worst movies, and all this stuff. And it makes the list. And they're like, they're like, you have to see this movie to see how terrible it is. Da, da, da. And I show all these parts of it, and I'm like, and there's even like like the breakdown of the room. And I've seen like that video, and I'm right. like, this is fascinating. It's terrible.
1: I I really I mean I, I, I want
0: to do like a double feature. I want to see the room and then and, I was the, and like, the disaster artist. Like the, the
1: Blu-ray, like has. The, the Room and then The Disaster Artist. Like, you can actually see the movie. Oh, they have it. I don't know. I don't know. I would like to see, because the, the movie itself, The Room, is it The Room? Yeah. Yeah. It's out there in ether somewhere. I would like to see them put it on the, on the, the Blu-ray along with The Disaster Artist when it comes out in Blu-ray. Like, as like a... Double feature. Like that. a special feature. It's yeah. like, hey, you get The Disaster Artist, but if you... You, here's a special limited edition one where you also get the room. Yeah. And like you'll have like a Franco and whatever the guy's name is Wasu. Wasu do like an audio commentary over it. would be kind of funny. Yeah. You know? Uh, okay. I guess the only really inter- semi interesting one is the Richard Pryor Marlon Brando thing.
0: Okay. Apparently, Quincy Jones said that the comedy and screen legends got it on. Quincy Jones dropped a, a bit of a bombshell in an extremely candid interview with Valerian on Wednesday, including saying that the comedy legend Richard Pryor had sex with Oscar-winning actor Marlon Brando. Uh, Jennifer Lee Pryor, the late comedian's widow, confirmed it to TMZ that it is true. Pryor was open, bisexual, and wrote about his sexual uh, relationships in his diaries. Uh, Lee Pryor said that adding that to that, she plans to publish the writings uh, later this year, and uh, basically uh, she tweeted that it's uh if you listen to Richard Roberts comedy early in his early stuff, he was way of his time on gay rights, and uh, that was basically it. but they also said it was the 70s she said the drugs were still <laughs> still good, and especially the quaaludes and you did enough cocaine, you'd fuck a radiator and send it flowers in the morning. <laughs>
1: Okay, so <laughs> it's the, let's, let's paint a picture. Yes, it's the seventies. Yes, uh, 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 stay alive, stay alive. Uh. and here comes Richard Pryor. <laughs> he's at a party. Yeah, he's doing his drugs because he was a big drug user. Yeah, and all of a sudden, here comes Marlon Brando. <laughs> it's the seventies, so it's big Marlon Brando. It's not <laughs> slim, thin.
0: Muscular, right? Uh, Brando on, the, was, on the waterfront, yeah. Brando know. in the fifties was was a very very jacked kind of guy. He
1: he would be a dashing movie star today if he was the younger version. Yes. Um, so you got hey, this is me, my Brando. Hey, Passionate powdered donut. You come to me on my day at my daughter's wedding. <laughs> You know, and you. Can't remember. I want to do that.
0: <laughs> like, That's
1: a fire. Like, Richard, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> give me some of that Brando. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I think you're very funny, Bob Richard. Uh, I think you're very. You want to talk into this microphone? Uh,
3: <laughs>
1: sure. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god! I just
1: like, priority. Yeah, I gotta have some cream for this coffee. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I mean, I, 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 I'm really kind of the mental images on me, <laughs> they're, they're circling in my head. I'm just like, Brando, like, <laughs> really? <laughs> oh. I mean, is it like, I, like is the Godfather scene playing in the background while it's all <laughs> happening? I mean, was there a horse's head in Pryor's bed the next day? Like, <laughs> like, or maybe, maybe Marlon Brown just made him an offer he couldn't refuse. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. Oh, it was that was so great. i was so gonna hit the mic. Um, I mean. Okay, um, I, was, I mean, his wife says that he was, he was bisexual, then so be it. Mm. Um, and it is the 70s. 70s was a wild time. Yeah. I mean, I was a kid, so I, I mean, I wasn't around for, I didn't experience any of that stuff because seven-year-old Sean's going, I want to see Star Wars.
0: <laughs> you blacked out a lot.
1: Because was... I, like I was a heavy drinker when I was six. <laughs>
0: These Long Island iced teas are great. God.
1: give me another round. Fill <laughs> oh. so my sippy cup. I need my sesame streets about to come on, Donna. <laughs> that was my mom's name. <laughs> <laughs> I need my Jim Beam because I'm going to Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. <laughs> Nobody understands me. Nobody. Shh. <laughs> Easy readers coming on. <laughs> Love that guy. Whew. Whew. I'll drive my big wheel if I want to. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what to do. You're not the boss of me. Who is my stuff have? I'll go take a nap. Whew. My Spider-Man PJs. <laughs> My Star Wars sheets They <laughs> like, Sitting there oh, oh, You don't know how hard it is to be seven <laughs> People always telling you what to do Where to go If I were to take a little eye at the edge I should be able to Mom <laughs> now, sh- sh- I can see Snuffleupagus I, <laughs> I can't No one else can see it Big Bird must be drunk too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I when I when I watch the count, I count along with the one gulp, gulp, yeah. two gulp, gulp. Uh, <laughs> I could really relate to Oscar scared lot. So crass. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should have had that. That because where's my candy cigarettes?
0: You look greeter than Kermit
1: (laughs) You don't know me (laughs) You gotta walk in my shoes My seven old shoes (sighs) Got my my big league Chew (laughs) Oh this alphabet's hard Gotta Tomorrow I gotta go do my Multiplication tables. Oh, it's enough to drive a man to kill. (laughs) That's just when we left alone, Mom. Don't tell me what to do. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna join the electric company. (laughs) Spider Man's gonna talk to me, and Easy Reader. That guy's gonna be something someday. He's got such a cool voice. Reading Rainbow? I did it. <laughs> <laughs> so I got around in like this Spider-Man on the my gut all hanging out. Candy cigarette in my mouth, a big bottle of Jack. Like, you
3: don't understand what it's like.
1: Standing out in the lawn. He's going the neighbors for no reason.
0: One sock oh. <laughs> One
3: sock
1: You know Blanket over my shoulder <laughs> <laughs> Just standing under My footy pajamas <laughs> Wait, What do you call The ass butt The, the best but- <laughs> 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 Door flaps open Just standing uh, It's cold out here Why is that breeze coming on my butt? <laughs> I don't understand Oh <sighs> I'm on yet, because <laughs> because animal it's like my spirit animal. Seventies <laughs> <laughs> man, were good times. <laughs> I really went to a galaxy far, far away. <sighs> <sighs> All right, yeah, the so original Pryor had says about it right now. Good job. I mean, I guess if you're going if to you're going to put a notch on a belt, I guess that's a good it's a big awfully big belt.
3: <laughs>
0: all right. I got. I got I, I, I I mean, you you kind of you kind of want wish there were cameras back then so you could like I mean, know it's going to be grotesque <laughs> gross task and and hideous to watch, but like sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's very sweaty but it's like like the people who know each other because you feel you don't think Brando and Pryor would be two people that would like know each other like in I a way let alone
1: be intimate with each other yes I just I mean in the 70s like a lot of famous people were bisexual but it was still kind of under the like nowadays it'd be like oh big deal. Right. Because um, it's more socially acceptable.
0: Yeah, like Paul Lynn was gay and everybody yeah. kind of knew it, but they didn't talk about it. Like, Charles it was-
1: Nelson Riley was probably as gay as the day is long. Yeah. But no one ever thought of that, and the man wore an ascot as a career choice. So, <laughs> which always made me question about Fred from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> like, are you really dating Daphne? Are you really after Shay? Come on. Like... <laughs> you know, but I'm a kid. What, what do you want? I'm, there I am, sitting there, drunk off my ass, watching Scooby-Doo. <laughs> and, uh, you know, hey, would have gotten away with it with those pesky kids.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, Shaggy did a lot of drugs, so you could, sure. Fred fr- fr- could have got a piece of that. Sure. <laughs> uh, that,
1: did that talk talk? <laughs> Sounded like he was talking. Sound like he said, "Uh oh," just with a bunch of eyes in front of it. <laughs> Rutger. Talking, to you. sounds like you're talking to me. Wrote, <laughs> wrote, raggy. <laughs> kind of, maybe I'm <I'll> just <sniffs> they're just hitting the. This Jack look hit me a little harder than usual.
0: The Mary Jane's a little bit stronger than I thought it would be.
3: <laughs> Mary Jane. <laughs>
1: That's why I realized Spider Man, because <laughs> he was dating MJ, Mary Jane. <laughs> I got a whiskey in my <laughs> sippy cup.
0: It was it was a different term: wet marriage, <laughs> dating, dating MJ. Um, I Means he was really into her. <laughs>
3: I mean,
1: I, I guess, sure, why not? I mean, more power to him. I, the problem is that they're both sadly passed on, yeah. so there's no real way to. I mean, his wife can confirm it, but if she's trying to sell a book, like I, unless they're. If she's gonna publish the diaries of Richard Pryor, there better be a chapter the day I fucked Marlon Brando. Yeah. You know, in order for me to go, oh shit, he really did. <laughs> like until then I'm kinda a suspect because I'm like, what point was this like Kyle L Marlon Brando? Like, ah, my son. Ah, oh, wait a second. Well, that's why
0: they draw they they put him in white and it was all the white background. You couldn't tell how big he was. Yeah,
1: but head. Richard Pryor was in Superman three. <laughs> there you go. I mean maybe Marlon maybe Marlon Brandon had such a good time. He was like, Richard uh, Pryor, put him in a movie. Superman three. Oh, Marlon Brando, I get to say, put him in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's what Richard Pryor had to do to get into Superman three. <laughs> Like, yeah,
0: because they were they filmed one to do back to back, so it's not like they could do put him in, in the second one anyway because right. it was already done. It was already much pretty much in the can at that right. point.
1: He He's like, in the can. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: um,
1: yeah, all right. I mean, I guess that's all I can say about that. <laughs>
0: well, I'm I'm more interested, but that's the thing. Like, 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 how believable is it? You know, now you go because it's like I could write the diary of Sean Richmond to wait for you to pass away and then go. Here's what he yeah, did, right? You know, and it's just like, and some of the crazy stuff, it's like, I'd buy that. That's you know, like, and then Mark, your Fred Mark, I I, I believe that he would do that kind of stuff.
1: <laughs> In fact, he also did this. It's like, <laughs> I've got a
0: few stories, I'm gonna write my own biography. Uh, yeah, I mean,
1: sure. I, I, yeah. wow, well, 70s were a crazy time, man. Yeah, it was all blur to me. <laughs>
3: Yeah, all right, well,
1: there you have it, folks. Wow, that was a shocker. Um, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters. But you know that because download the podcast. But if you do want to catch the show live, on we do it on Sunday nights around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn.
0: Just check Aquanet Radio and those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page,
1: Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us
0: on Twitter at Geeksters.
1: And, but of course, if you'd like to contact Ed or anything, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com.
0: Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N.
1: See you next week, folks.